0: Keeping you a step ahead of the changing world of business. This is Voice America Business. Welcome to The Quantum Leap Catalyst with Terry Astroviak. In the next hour, Terry and his guests
1: discuss how to accelerate your business success and turn possibility into certainty. So turn
0: up your speakers and hold on. Here's your host of The Quantum Leap Catalyst, Terry Astroviak.
2: Good morning, everybody. This is Terry Ostroviak speaking to you from San Diego in the United States. I know that we've got, once again, lots of people from around the world, so it's probably evening at the moment in anywhere in Europe and in the Middle East, uh, just a little bit later, an hour later, in places like New Zealand and uh, Australia, where where I've had some emails recently from the show. Uh, It's uh, one day and maybe four hours back from there, too, so we go right around the clock. Our subject this morning that we're going to be discussing is vision, vision as related to business. And my guest, who I'll introduce in a moment, says that it is a growth strategy for successful results. He goes on to say that nothing happens without a clear vision in business that leads to a strategy for growth and successful results in our businesses. He is a young, dynamic man. And will be talking to us this morning from Malmo in Sweden, although originally he was brought up in Norway and he is a norwegian. he worked with me for a number of years many many years ago and uh, had incredible success in his in the business that we were in the training business and then went on got out of training and then went into a massive distribution business, building up a a group of about uh, 6,000 distributors right across Scandinavia as well as internationally. He runs his own organization at the moment. It's called CON, C-O-N, Moveo, M-O-V-E-O, and he'll tell you in a moment what that means. It's a management consultancy that focuses on creating vision for small as well as large businesses internationally. So let's welcome him today. His name is Finno Fure, F-I-N-N-O, F-U-R-R-E. Fino, good morning. Good morning, Terry. Yeah, it's good. Tell us a little bit about about what you understand by the word vision, just to start off our show today.
1: To be very brief, uh, a vision to me is a mental picture, something you have in your head about a desired future, something you want to have happen to you in the future. And that would be my base definition of it and uh, and when we when we
2: talk about having a, a base picture, why is that such an important area for st- either starting off a business or working on a project?
1: Well, I was going to say that if it's a personal vision and you don't need uh, uh, help to achieve what you want to achieve, then it's uh, no brainer you don't uh, there, there's no problems with it. but if what you aim for is larger than you can handle yourself and you need others to support you and help you. Uh, like an organization, then it is of vital value that they share and the, what you see and are able to grasp what you see in order for this to happen as soon as possible.
2: So in a small business, for instance, let's say that there is an owner and sometimes it's a man and his wife or a wife and her man running a business and possibly there are some children in the business as well. What is the importance then of having a, a vision? Or a vision statement?
1: I don't know if you need a vision statement in, in that perspective um, because uh, as you describe it now, they probably can deal with this around the dinner table. The, the, the problem regarding vision happens when, when there are more people in, uh, involved in what's going on. Uh, so in order to, to utilize all the, the, the involved uh, people's resources, a a, a huge benefit if they know and feel and see the same as you do and and so having a vision isn't actually the main part here it's this it's the sharing of your vision to the people included in the project what about sharing the
2: vision with uh, clients customers other stakeholders for instance
1: Yes, I, my opinion is that it should be public. It should be available. Uh, I, I feel that when I when I speak to people, uh, employers, for instance, in an organisation, I get the feeling that uh, they relate to their, the vision or the, or the purpose of the company like uh, a smoker does to tobacco when he's out of it. They are craving for it when it's not around, but when it's available, it's, it's you have a relaxed uh, uh, relationship to it. So what I see is that it, it, this never fails when I speak to employees of a company. All of them want to, to be part of something bigger. All of them want to know the real purpose behind what we're doing. And so I think there's an untapped resource there. Uh, so that's why I'm um, focusing on, on the, the vitality of, of, of sharing the vision, including the people you work with. Um having said that, uh, if if this is supposed to be meaningful, it has to be a vision that's meaningful and inspiring uh, also. It needs to be shaped clearly and concisely, and be, it needs to be possible to grasp the image we're, we're talking about. And I don't necessarily need to use the word vision either, a common perspective on the future or whatever you want to call it. It doesn't matter as long as people get what you are thinking about or dreaming about as the responsible for this organization. Are you suggesting that sometimes managers or even
2: business owners or chief executives of companies uh, often do have a picture in their mind but don't document it or don't verbalize it or are themselves not clear on the direction that they're going in?
1: Yes, that's exactly what I feel and uh, what, I, what the sense I get when I speak to managers. I, I'm using a Uh, let's call it a trick question, it's not a trick question, but I'm I'm asking people whenever I meet some um, objection to the word vision as such and it's uh, something that's not really powerful in business, etc., then I ask them, will your organization exist or will your company exist five years from now? And invariably they say, yes, well, that's a vision, because unless you're a fortune teller, of course. But if you can tell me something about your company five years into the future, th- that means you have a vision of continued existence at the very least. So that is a vision. So everybody, all leaders have a vision. The, the real um, struggle is how to deal with it and how to share it and do that in a meaningful way. So yes, every- okay.
2: So the sharing part is the is the issue that you are mainly involved in.
1: Yes, I would say that, but but like I said, it, what we are going to share needs to be as powerful as possible. Also, but if it, if that if if you have a powerful vision of your organization's future, and that's hidden in the bedside table, well, what's the where what what, what will then happen? Nothing. It, you need to
2: share it. Right. What do you think is the is the biggest uh, challenge that business owners have? Or managers, and I keep oscillating between both of them because they're, they're, I think that uh, that vision is just as important for any manager leading a team. Very often, people get the feeling that the manager has a vision in their minds, but the people that work with them are not uh, are not involved enough. In fact, it's the manager's vision; it's not their vision. What do you feel about? Uh, sharing the vision with people and having them contribute
1: even more to it. I think that's important, but I would say that uh, it is about the manager's vision. He he or she is the person responsible for making something happen, so it needs to come from the manager. But uh, but I also think that the more you include uh, other uh, managers, other key people of the organization, depending on size, of course, the more you include them and the more they can express with their own words uh, what they see for this organization's future, the more powerful it will be because it will be an, an ownership there. The, the, this will create inspiration to actually do it, to go out and do it. And this is what we see that uh, many companies have visions, not many of them very clear, but the few that are clear also stumble sometimes because, it, like you said, it's a, it's a fixed vision. They, there's no involvement in it. So that, right. I, I agree. Okay, so if people f- get that
2: feeling that they can affect the way that the vision is, uh, is um, uh, communicated to them and to the organization as well, they'll feel that sense of ownership that you're talking about. I often get the feeling that in, in businesses, the owners do have a direction that they're going. And not only do they not share it, but they not, I mean, verbally share it or even in writing share it. But in addition to that, they make people feel, in a sense, excluded from what that vision is. Yeah. So let's just briefly talk about what is the distinction then between vision and mission. Uh, the vision uh,
1: A vision is a mental picture uh, it's, exactly. a, it's a status quo, it's something in the future. And right. I think this should be, even though it's um, about something you want to achieve, it needs to be broad and wide in order to include as many in the organization as possible. Uh, having said that, when, in order to achieve something, you need to focus. And mission would be the main thing we need to do in order to fulfill this mission. So right. vision that's is a good a example. Yeah, vision is a picture. Mission is what do we have to do to reach it?
2: Excellent. So that's a, that's a very clear distinction. It will probably be helpful to a lot of people.
1: Uh, I and and this, might I add yes, it, thanks for bringing it certainly. up, because there's a huge uh, mess out there on the Internet. If you, if you Google Mission and Vision, you will see them interchanged uh, all, all over the place. So uh, this is a very useful distinction, I think, also.
2: So then just say it again, just so that it's clear for everybody, the way that you see it. Because I know you work with us constantly.
1: Yes. Uh, first of all, I would like to add then that I don't see vision as the horizon, something we, we, we yes. will never reach. It's I see not a goal. N- I see it as something that we will reach. It's a major goal or a huge goal or something far off. Right. It's long term, but still reachable. Right. That's the vision. This
2: okay. picture- we, we're going to have a break. We're going into a break in a moment, uh, folks. So, Please come back after the break, and Finno will give us an indication as to how we work on establishing that vision, how we make it live for us. And I've just got an email from Steve in, uh, in the United Kingdom, from York, who asked a very interesting question about that, and we'll deal with that just after the break. So stay with us for the next five minutes. Hi, folks. Welcome back to the second part of our show today. We're talking with Fino Fure, who's talking to us from Malmo in Sweden. He's a Norwegian businessman, and the area that he specializes in, the area of vision, creating pictures of what we want for the future in our business. Incidentally, any of you that would like to comment, uh, maybe you could do it by email during the show right now, or you could call in at the number that was just mentioned a moment ago and maybe you could be involved in the show as well. I just did did just get an email a moment ago from um, uh, Steve in York in England, who is a businessman, and he says he knows that all new or small businesses are supposed to have a master plan, but in his experience, no new business goes down the route you'd think it would. Businesses start one way, and then the owner has a lucky break in one direction or another, or happens to find a niche or a gap in the marketplace, the reality is most businesses end up somewhere different to the vision the entrepreneur first had, either because of luck or great experience or a million other reasons. He says, I think too much focus on the vision can mean new businesses may ignore side roads of real opportunity because they are on a vision highway. And he said, I would appreciate your comment. What do you think about that?
1: I I think it's a sensible question, but I also think that... uh this kind of questions uh, come from uh, what most people uh, have, a, 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 most exp- people's experiences regarding vision. They've been unclear and fussy and actually nowhere near what I define a, a vision to be. So, um, but, but going back to his question then, I think that um, it could happen. It could happen if you focus uh, very hard on something that you miss some opportunities. But uh, there's also the opposite effect uh, of a positive, powerful, and may I say again, shared vision, that when you know what you're doing, you're, you're also clearer on what you're not doing, what your business is not about. And I believe Michael Dell of Dell Computer has said something about that, that their vision isn't only guiding them into the future, but it also holds them to what they are doing and what they are good at because even opportunities can be very good disguises of dead end streets so there's um, both sides uh, possible here most of all I would say that um, to me vision is not about leading it's about building it's about building something building a company building an organization making real what you have in your head about your own company and in that regard Uh, the more people around you know what you're thinking. First of all, he's right. First of all, it's easier to spot the opportunities. If everybody knows what we're about, then the opportunities are available to everybody in the organization, not just um, the top man
2: or woman. And I think also to a great degree that uh, vision, or let's call it a clear picture, and I know that you use the the word picture a lot to describe this, actually somehow other taps into the emotion of the business, the passion of the business. It yes. causes people to feel much more engaged in, their yes. whole, uh, in the whole experience. Yes. You mentioned uh, to me just before we started our meeting today a remark that was made by Scott Clark. Uh, no, it wasn't Scott Clark. It was somebody who called in.
1: Yes, you had um, a caller.
2: Yes, I had a caller. That's right, Scott, yes. last week uh, yes. when we were talking about emotional intelligence.
1: Yes. and that's a remember good that? St- Yes, I remember it, and I had a good laugh, and so did you, as I can remember. Yes. And it, it, that also explains uh, this question. I, I think Scott was, uh, the, the Dr. Scott uh,
2: asked yes. uh,
1: your caller uh, if they had a vision statement that resonated with the organization, and laughingly he said, no, of course not, and you all laughed because that's what we used to. Vision statements are Pale statements framed and hung in the reception area, and we laugh we laugh at them when we pass them. And yeah. from the, from that uh, background, I can see the, uh, Stephen's question is very valid. But if you have a, a powerful vision framed and, and I mean shaped uh, the way I see it, right, this can be a source of power to all around you, and these opportunities uh, he calls them side roads. So what he calls them will then be visible to everybody, not just uh, the, guy in, in, uh, the person in charge.
2: Yes, I, uh, that's the point behind it. So that's, that's what, what you're saying. We need to have to unleash that passion that we have for the business. So we yeah. might feel it. We may sense it in, our, in the pit of our stomachs. But in order to engage people, we, we, we really need to be expressing it more often. Uh, this is not a time to, to to lock it up in our mind and say well i know exactly where i'm going you know follow me but we don't explain to people where it is that we're going
1: yeah, we, in scandinavia we call that mushroom management and you've probably heard <laughs> These <it. Keep> people <laughs> in the dark and feed them crap and they will grow as mushrooms yes. do, but, but it doesn't work <laughs> people, Might, if anybody <laughs> is
2: listening and would like to contribute today um Please call in the United States, one 866 three seven eight six one, 7861 and uh, we'll include your questions in the show. So moving along again, Finno, tell us a little bit more about it. What what got you so excited about this area of vision?
1: Uh, it's been with me ever since uh, business school in Oslo, and uh, even before that actually. Um, th- this has been my main um, subject um, And um, what frustrated me when I was at Oslo Business School was that everything was uh, so theoretic. There was nothing concrete about uh, either vision or strategy, by the way. Actually, incidentally, I have a good story about strategy. I was in the room when strategy came to Norway. There was a symposium, a business symposium. The school I was attending had an annual business symposium, and there was an American college professor talking about Strategy and I, I must say I was amazed at how all the executives around me nodded to each other and said yes, strategy, great idea, let's have two. And it was totally new area nobody had ever talked about it in in business in, in Norway 20 years ago. So I was fascinated about about this area and um, I, I I actually wanted to do this myself uh, but I didn't have the Experience uh, at the beginning there. There was also one more thing I lacked, uh, and then in that was dealing with people. So I joined Dale Carnegie. <laughs> and uh-huh. that, that
2: <laughs> so uh, you know we have a, we have a visitor coming in at the moment. In fact, we've got two. We've got uh, Robert from San Diego. Uh, Robert, would you are you on the line? Robert, are you there? Yes. Hi, Robert. This is Terry. You're from San Diego. Tell us a bit
0: about yourself, Robert. Well, I'm. I'm I have a bookkeeping service, kind of unique, where I provide uh, full charge bookkeeping slash controller services for
2: administration type things.
0: Administration, yeah, for on a part time basis for micro companies, companies with one to ten employees. What's your
2: question today, Robert? Huh? What is your question today? What do you want to talk to Finno about?
0: Well, I've I've had. First, I want to say I'm 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 rather old. So still be in business. I'm 69 years old, but all through my life, I've had visions and I've had vision statements and put organizations into um, uh, operation and would go with them for a, a couple of two, two or three years. And uh, and something within me would just sabotage the whole thing, and then I start over again, and I build something, and it kind of goes. And now, why do you think it would be sabotaged?
2: What caused that? I. That's what I'd like to know.
0: I, I'm at that stage of my life and saying, look. There's... So in other words, you
2: had you had dreams of doing specific yes. things, and obviously you're very. Uh, if you do administration, you're probably a very. A finite person. You you write things down. You make things very clear. You start working on whatever that vision was. and Are you suggesting that you'd, you you wouldn't you you couldn't reach it somehow?
0: All right. so I do So it the certain f- plateau. Yes. And and the and uh, the dream or the vision, and then it would you know everything falls apart. And it's right, not I got it. the lack of money. I mean, one of them was the. Uh, a uh, social program funded by the government, and i get all the money I wanted, but okay. something in there just uh, right. prevented me from moving ahead.
2: Thanks, Robert. I don't know if you want to take this off air, but we'll, t- we'll talk with Finno now just briefly about that, and maybe we'll give you some answers on it. Thank you very much for calling in. Finno, tell us a little bit more about it. What okay. do you think about people reaching a plateau? You did mention earlier that uh, this is not a horizon, which is a beautiful way of describing it in fact yes I, I think uh, a
1: vision should be uh, attainable reachable uh, for it to be really meaningful uh, right. but also I don't think uh, having a vision is a magic ticket to the future it, that, that having a vision itself is not um, uh, does not guarantee success but yeah. I would say the opposite not having a vision of the future may guarantee failure right. so whatever stops us uh, while we are working towards our visions I cannot actually tell that um, just like that but um, I don't know the situation either but if it included more people um, yes Um the, the real power of the vision is when it's... Uh, like you say, you talk about synergy. When everybody shares the same idea, you'll have more than right. just a number of people. That there's, something, there's something else. In fact, it, yeah, it creates its own energy, doesn't it? In fact, yes. uh, synergy
2: occurs when we share the idea with lots of people and get them enthused about it. And maybe we we feed off their energy as well. And so in our definition of synergy then, possibly... Uh, when we talk about one plus one is equal to three rather than two, what I often call the quantum leap jump hmm. or quantum leap, when that occurs, that is because we've utilized the elements from, from different uh, areas, from different people. And so we, we build ourselves with the other people. Maybe keeping it to ourselves is one of the reasons that we, we can't make this vision come true. Maybe that's what it is.
1: Yeah, I also think it's important to, this is old saying, I think, know thyself and to thy own self be true. So in order to succeed per, as a person or individually, we need to know ourselves, our so strengths and weaknesses, and also we need to know what we value, and then let's go ahead and do the best of what we have. As an organization, it's much of the same. The organization needs to know who they are, where they come from, their core values, etc., in, in order to make this meaningful and purposeful. Right. And I, incidentally, I, I I recall from my from when I was in business school in Norway, we used to read about Japanese students how hard they studied, and their suicidal rate was far above any other in the world right. because it was so tough to get into the universities and to to get on their the, the next generation of Japanese youth now they, d- they don't take part either in studies or work it's becoming a national problem And you know what we need they to go to a
2: break in a okay. moment sorry to, to yeah. break in for a second but we do need to do that and just when we do come back from the break we have another caller Daniel from Boston and we'll be talking to him about vision as well and maybe we've got some ideas uh, just mention once again Robert um, if you get onto my website uh, which is qlcats.com and you answer and, and uh, send me an email from that. We'll be able to, I'll be able to maybe assist you further with that. So, if anybody's listening, go to my website. Uh, maybe you'll get some additional ideas from it. qlcat, q for quantum, l for leap, dot uh, cat, com. We'll see you after the break. Stay with us and we'll talk to Daniel. Hi, folks. Uh, Welcome back to the third part of our show today. Uh, We have our guest, uh, Finno Fure, who's talking to us from Malmo in Sweden about the subject of vision, vision in business, creating clear pictures in our minds as to what our business would look like maybe four or five years down the road and uh, sharing that vision. I believe we have a caller on the the line, Um, and if he's still there, it's Daniel from Boston. So, Daniel, are you available to talk to us? Yes, this is Daniel. Hi, Daniel. Hi, Daniel. Oh how are you guys doing? Very good thank you. Thank you we're What is it you're hoping that we can do for you today? yeah, you know, I work in the high tech industry here in Boston for many years um, we We run into the same planning problem every year i it, We must be uh, i get <laughs> dyslexic or learning disabled or something because When when we when we are um, every year when we do our planning, we get into that same discussion about the difference between a mission and a vision. And every year we keep on. It looks like changing our vision. And uh, boy, to have your vision keep on changing that frequently, it just feels real disrupting to an organization. Uh, Do you have like moving the goalposts in a way, Daniel? Oh, yeah. Do you have examples of, of companies you've worked with where this has worked out well? Um, and could you share some of that with me?
1: Right. right. Let's ask Fino that
2: question. Uh,
1: I would say no. I don't have examples where that worked well because I would say that it isn't a vision if you keep changing it every year. A vision is something long-term, what you want to build, what you, want, what you ultimately want this um, high-tech uh, company to become. Uh, A strategy, on the other hand, is about... Actually, let's uh, specify this vision-mission again. So the vision would be your ultimate uh, dream or goal for this company. Uh, The mission, then, is action-based, and that is what's the main thing we need to do to achieve this. And um, for that, you need a strategy. And strategy is actually something you could... I don't know if you change it every year, but that should be interchangeable. A strategy should adapt to changing um, environment and uh, different situations
2: you also you used another word
1: well yeah uh, it you know,
2: used another like word it. the word was purpose you yeah, said when but, we have a when we have a
1: purpose uh, is that part of vision as well the way you see it I would say that if 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 the vision you're talking about amongst yourself isn't something that gives you a sense of purpose or a sense of meaning, then, then there will be no energy there. There will be no power. It, it won't be a power source. Because right. there's a deeper uh, aspect of vision also, not just the, 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 the organization or company we want to build, but it, we want to have uh, fun and, uh, and uh, we want to develop and grow, and we want to feel that we're doing something meaningful while we are building this. But it seems Uh, to me that this isn't a vision, what you're talking about. Uh, It's a vision of something bigger and further out than uh, even four or five years, maybe ten years at least.
2: Right. So is that clearer, Daniel, what what, what, uh, Finno was saying? Yeah, That helps a lot. I really appreciate that. Thanks so much. The vision is a much longer-term thing. Maybe what changes the strategy constantly, and maybe the the goalposts do move to some extent. But if the vision is clear, and it probably wasn't clear or isn't clear in the business that you're talking about, that's what makes the difference.
1: I could also add my my website here. I've written some articles about this. Uh, One of them is a one-page, I call it a toolbox, but there's a five-page version that uh, specifies this uh, even in more detail. That could be useful.
2: Why don't you tell us what the website is? Or yeah, it's or named the name com- of the,
1: yeah, the company, Conmoveo, Conmoveo dot Conmoveo.com. There you will find some, um, something about what I, my view of the situation. I would say that the vision is, bro- is, is the broad perspective and, and the mission is focusing on the main thing in order to achieve and in order to succeed doing that, what's, the, what's your strategy? That's the perspective I have. Great. So, Daniel, would you go to that website and have a look at it?
2: We'll do. Thank you. Thanks so much for calling in. Appreciate it. Bye bye. Thank you. Bye bye. Tell us about some of the steps, uh, Finno, that you that that are on that website that you go through in creating vision for organisations.
1: Uh, first of all, uh, I think we need to know who we are and where we come from. Uh, and uh, so, summary uh, so to summarize. Um, uh, our history, so to speak, and, and find out uh, or uh, contemplate who are we really, what do we really want to do, and who do we right. really want to be. And we need, some, we need the values here also, and we need to be very um, tough on, on, on the value part. Uh, we don't want uh, 10 or 15 or 20 values, even though they are things we value. You need to find the core values, the values you are not willing to let go of. For instance, uh, quality was a very highly ranked value 10, 15 years ago. Now quality is uh, taken for granted. So that may not be a core value any longer, even though uh, quality is important. So we need to know exactly who we are uh, as an organization and then what we value before we start picturing a future we can uh, build you know, so it's funny, Sinder, uh, I just wanted to make this
2: uh, this remark. I think it's vitally important. And that is that uh, even in small businesses, this can be an absolutely vital area to look at, to, yes. to make
1: sure that we're on track for ourselves yeah. as well as for the people around us, not just for large businesses. No, I would say it is, because in larger businesses, the, 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 um, uh, the, some or more people will... Uh, um, initiate something like this, but in a smaller business where most people maybe meet each other anyway, we, we take for granted that we know, we know what's going on, all of us, but no, you don't. So very often, smaller organizations have never taken the time to do this. Yes. So that can be a very revealing exercise and um, very important. And thing. add a lot, of, a lot of strength to the business as well. What yes. are some of the other steps, uh, Finno? Well, first of all, uh, the main distinction I no make is... Right, Yes, know ourselves and, and and the core values who we are, and and right. then for, for the vision, the, the 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 future we want to achieve, it needs to be very pragmatic, very concrete, very earthy in language, not uh, vivid and and, uh, and uh, like the, like the most like most vision statements you will find if you Google on vision on the internet, they are not possible to understand or they're very generic. They would suit any organization. So we need to make it concrete and able, possible to see with our inner eyes. Words that create pictures, in other yes, words. Yes, exactly. Not uh, right. about um, marketing statements or being the best and biggest and largest or whatever. We need to, to specify as concrete as possible what we want to achieve. Give us an example. Well, uh, the ones I'm using that are known to most people are, for instance, Microsoft had a vision of a computer on every desk and in every home. And that's a very um, concrete thing. You can you can picture a table. You can that's picture right. a, a computer on it. Also, the yes. the big vision America had during the 60s, a man on the moon. It's also very clear.
0: It was a yes. major
1: undertaking, but it, it was a very clear picture having a man on the moon. There you also see how the vision gives the mission. Well, then we need a spaceship. Yes. So that's the main thing to focus on.
2: Excellent example.
1: Thank you. Yeah, and. Um, and having said all of this when when it 's clear when it 's um, um, concrete and possible to see, then start sharing this, communicate it, it and include more and more people in the organization in the discussion, so they can i, I don 't think everybody should be able to interfere or to 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 shape it, but let everybody be part of uh, communicating it and let I would say that a good vision is like a an, a, a painting on the wall everybody it's very clear for everybody what the painting's motive is let's say for instance a woman holding a child and so that that would be the motive but the theme could be for instance motherly love or whatever and that's an interpretation so we we need this a concrete picture that we can interpret for ourselves then you untap the real Power of force uh, uh, of power in people. Right. I was
2: thinking of something. Our, uh, a number of years ago, I read uh, the book by Jim Collins, From Good to Great. And one of the things that he mentions in the book that has stuck with me vividly is that he said, Decide who is on the bus and who's not on the bus before creating the strategy. And I can just imagine in an organization where people are not on the bus, in other words, they don't subscribe to that vision, they really mm-hmm. shouldn't be there. Yeah. So if the vision is clear enough
0: hmm.
2: uh, and everybody feels that they they can, they can put energy into it because yeah. of that, then that makes a difference. And just during the break you mentioned to me as well about the Japanese young people today not following their parents uh, as much as they used to, but they actually are looking for purpose and meaning in jobs today, and will go and look for that. We're going to have a break in a few moments, and then when we'll be coming back, we'll be talking more about the steps that we can take, the practical how-to steps, in order to make this vision really live for us, and how vital it is. So stay with us until just after our break. Hi, this is Terry Ostroviak, and the last part of our show this morning uh, in San Diego this morning, in Europe in the uh, late in the late afternoon, and in Middle East a little bit later than that, and it's already tomorrow. New Zealand and Australia. Um, our guest today, Finno Fure, is a specialist in the area of vision, and we're going to be talking about what are some of the steps we should take in order to make vision live. Incidentally, just before we go there, if you want to email me for this part of the show, if you're outside of the United States and you want to get a question answered, just write to me at terry at com quantumleapcatalyst, in fact, .com, either one of those two, but qlcat.com, and that will get you directly to me right now. Fernando, tell us about some of the other steps that uh, we'd have to go through. Just summarize briefly again. Number one yes, would be know ourselves.
1: Number two, purpose. What is our purpose, you said? Yes, and, and do that before you you start talking about the future. So uh, right. you utilize yes. the past as a resource. And, um, right, and three is make the, the vision Concrete. Yeah. first of all I would stress again uh, the um a vision is always uh, comes from the the leader it's right. leader initiated that's important uh, although Excellent. the leader w- w- would have to I would say include as many as possible in shaping the vision he, he or she needs to be the one giving the direction does it, yes yes and it needs to be concrete it needs to be more of a picture less of a cloud uh, and uh, and not just words <laughs> Yes, exactly, and when all is said and done here, I, this is also crucial, and um, I think we touched it briefly, uh, the vision should be about, everything at work from then on should be about the vision, anything not relating to the vision, the, the envisioned future should be cut out, um, everything should be focused on the vision, I would say that uh, um, opposing views is necessary during the shaping or the discussion what are we w- really aiming for here then we need the opposing views but when we have this, uh, the, um, uh, decided on the, fu- the future we want then you cannot have the opposition this is the, where you talked about getting on the bus, uh, Terry yes yeah. uh, when and we, getting uh,
2: people off the bus if they shouldn't be there yeah,
1: Yeah. exactly because If they, they cannot suck the energy to the out of the rest of the group Yeah, if they cannot subscribe to this vision, then get out, do something else. And I mean this, literally. And uh, when everybody is on the bus, then then you start going, and what you will have then, and this should please you with your title of this show, when you really tap every resource in the organization, you will have a quantum leap, I can guarantee you. you. What do you understand by quantum leap? I mean, obviously, I understand
2: it in one way. How do you see it?
1: Well, I actually see it literally. Uh, it comes from the the atomic, uh, subatomic world where the electron leaps from one orbit to the other. What's interesting is there is no leap. It just disappears from one orbit and then reappears on a on another orbit. So there's no connection in between. And and this is very um, telling with the, your view as well. It, you, you talk about creating results far beyond ever. Uh, imagined, I think you say, and then exactly. there will be
2: no connection. Far beyond what we normally could think. Yeah, conceive. exactly. Yes,
1: it's, it's it's literally the quantum leap. You create something far more powerful uh, and inspiring when you ca- if you can tap uh, all the resources available.
2: Right. So, uh, yeah. And having the clear vision, obviously, is one of the major steps in creating a quantum leap. It's the ability to leap beyond what we normally do, and and Take a chance of creating a vision that we would never dreamed of being possible before, and then start examining it after that. Once it's clear, and saying, "Okay, now I've, I've defined it clearly, and we have, and we all subscribe to it," and then simply work backwards through the steps that we need to take hmm. to make sure that the vision is is achievable. Yeah. I have not that as, not as, as
1: mind-blowing as it might sound. No, actually, it's the opposite. If you do the, I have the, written something on my website, conmoveo.com, sort of guidelines or steps, uh, and uh, it's very basic. Actually, there's nothing new. There's nothing magic about it. But if you do all the steps carefully, then something happens that didn't happen before. We, we talk over here in Scandinavia about uh, tapping every ounce of creativity and power from people we work with. And uh, one very famous Swedish business leader said, uh, "We have these employees there, and they, they look dull, and they don't really look motivated. And then they go home after work, and they build houses, and they build cottages, and they build boats. And and there are enormous resources there that we cannot tap. And why? Well, they don't see it as purposeful what they are doing. So if you can bring if you can bring out that You're right. sense of it's purpose. a good picture, You're right. yeah. I think we both had a colleague at one stage who always
2: used to talk about people, particularly in, in small businesses, who acted like Superman or Superwoman. And everybody, I mean, just look at this, watch this picture for a moment. There's Superman or Superwoman getting the job done, urging everybody on, doing it themselves. Mm. And the whole crew is just standing around and watching Superman yeah. or Superwoman working, and they're yeah. not engaged in the business. Hmm. And they wonder why they're working so hard and why people are not,
1: <laughs> <Yes>.
2: <laughs> are not involved in their businesses. Yeah. It's because they haven't learned to share their vision exactly. with, uh, with the people around them and with their stakeholders yeah. and with their clients and customers. Of course. So but one, had something we there. talk about it, but let's talk about communication the ability to communicate the vision.
1: Okay, but let me just add something about the customers and the stakeholders. I would say that sure. the vision should not be about the, the customers or or the stakeholders. It should be about no. the, the organization and the organization only.
2: Exactly. What, no, I, I get that, but if the yeah. customers know what we're aiming at, exactly. that also that, gives them a sense of security.
1: Yes, that's uh, that can be very useful. So that's yes. also. I mean, it should be public, it should be available to anyone. Yes, that's good. You said so that. we know who we're dealing with. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you said something
2: what are, about what are the final
1: steps yes, before uh, we close off Regarding today. communication, I would um, say that um, a vision should be able to stand on its own. You don't need to be charismatic to communicate a good vision. The vision itself should uh, intrigue people and inspire people and make them think themselves. If you, in addition to that, can communicate it in a charismatic way, great, but that's also a myth that... You need to be a very charismatic leader in order to uh, to be visionary. That's bull, and I don't yeah. subscribe to that. I think it's the opposite. I think if you, if the vision is clear and concise and concrete, so people and, and really understand, really grasp what it is about, then they will start moving themselves.
2: So no, people can get you uh, through my website qlcat dot if you go to my website, uh, also you can be listening to previous shows or on-demand shows, as we call it in the United States, uh, within uh, within maybe an hour of us completing the show today. It will be on the website, and they can just uh, uh, listen to it again if they would like to or recommend it to friends. Uh, it's there, and it's there for the listening. Uh, if you want to communicate with Finno, you, know, you can do it either by going... Through to his website, conmoveo, conmoveo.com, or come through to my website and I will pass it on to him. We've we've always been in alignment, he and I, uh, over many years, and uh, we're just tackling a different step uh, in the process. My step has to do with quantum leap thinking or quantum leap results. If people in businesses want to attain more than just simply what is average or what is normal and are tired of just simply doing the same old things they did before, sometimes we need a catalyst to help us to move to that next stage of development. That's what I am. I'm a quantum leap catalyst. It's very similar to that word that we used earlier, synergy, S-Y-N-E-R-G-Y, syn meaning together, ergy, uh, a shortening or an abbreviation of energy, so getting the energy together, putting it together in such a way that one plus one actually can equal three or four or more. And so that's the area that we'll be concentrating on. And uh, it's fairly simple. So if you want to know more about that, either call me at uh, my number, 858-587-0453. But most importantly, go to my website, qlcat.com see a little bit about the background and find out a bit more about what we're doing and that will make a difference. Let's sum up right now, uh, Finno. Oh, incidentally, just before we do that, let me just tell you who my guest is next week. Uh, on our next show, we have a very, very interesting man by the name of Steve Alexander. He's a corporate communications speci- specialist. When things go wrong in organizations or things are going right with organizations, he helps them to communicate who they are. So it would be a lead-on, in a sense, from the word vision. Uh, He'll be asking questions of businesses like, who are we? What What is our business? How do we get our prospective clients to want to do business with us? How do they even know what kind of businesses we're in? That's his area of speciality. He says, how well we communicate is determined not by how well we say things, but by how well we are understood. And he quotes Andy Grove in saying that and so we'll be talking with him. He works with very large organizations, and what we'll be talking about on the show is how can we take the lessons from large organizations and apply them to smaller businesses internationally. Finna, I want to thank you very much for being with us today uh, in the area of vision. You clarified a lot of things for us and made us very, in fact, patently aware how important it is for us to have a clear, concrete picture in our mind as to where we're going and what it is that we need to be doing. Thank you very much for being with us and we'll see everybody next week. Thanks Dinner? for having me.
1: Thanks for having me, It was a pleasure. Thank you for listening to the Quantum Leap Catalyst. To contact Terry or one of his guests about the show, email him at terry at QLCAT.com. Tune in next Monday for another hour of the Quantum Leap Catalyst with Terry Ostrobiak.